Hey, what's up everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. Want to make a quick video for you about becoming a January superstar. And you don't really want to be that, right? But let's define what is a January superstar. It's somewhat of an older term that you'll hear the elders in your community, like if you're going out and you're taking a KOM in January, they're like, oh, January superstar. Or, you know, somebody comes with a group ride, it's supposed to be base miles, they're just jerking around, always trying to go faster, sprinting for everything, January superstar. But we need to shift what it means because everybody talks about it as if you're going to be a January superstar, meaning that you're going to fizzle by April or May if someone is training hard or training more than endurance. There are a couple of reasons why this is not true. Um, number one, in the community that I came up in, we were all riding fixed gears and it was not super flat. So a lot of these fixed gear rides had plenty of portions of training where we were not going endurance and we were definitely going anaerobic. We were definitely doing VO2 max up Garnsey Hill if you're from Rochester. Um, there were a lot of times where we were nowhere near zone two or zone three. And then you're spinning out a little bit more so you are having a little bit more time in zone one. I don't think that the low endurance portion on a fixed gear though is bad. It you you have an amazing cadence and pedaling style and smooth smoothness. I mean, I was doing centuries on a fixed gear. I would not recommend that though because of the overuse injury that you can have. Um, I still don't know if that was an issue I had when I had an issue with my Achilles. It was actually the paratina on the sheath outside of it. But end of the day, we were training in this randomized fashion on the weekends and you can't say that if you were training that way you were only doing base miles and we never burned out from doing that so it lends the hand to you can still go hard through the winter and you can still train and there's plenty of coaches that will say like do some vo2 max workout in the winter to like keep that system activated i don't necessarily agree that you have to do that because i think that you can make more gains aerobically if you just build aerobically but you shouldn't be worried about going hard in December or January if it's aerobic work. Now, VO2 max is aerobic work, but it's very fatiguing. It takes mental matches. A lot of us, myself definitely included, because VO2 max is not my natural strong suit. When I wake up, I'm thinking about that workout. I'm like rehearsing it in my head. I know how it's gonna feel. I have to like give myself a boost of confidence. I don't want to go through that in December and January because I need to save that mental like fortitude and toughness for when I'm six weeks six weeks out from a race or you know going through a full block where sometimes I try and do six to eight workouts um, and it's very tough for me so I'm not going to do that early on. But I had an athlete who's older who is crushing right now and had just you know there's some gravel races that will be coming up and really needed to work on getting some aerobic fitness in because he needs more VO2 max stuff down the road. And he just said, hey, I'm kind of surprised I'm going this hard. I really thought it was more base. Few comments to that, he's still doing base on the weekends. No one really now wants to ride just endurance. While big volume is good to do, you don't have to just do endurance. Number one, a lot of people are up north and not in warm temperatures where if you're on the trainer for an hour and a half, there's no problem doing tempo or low threshold. You're not going to peak too early. Um, the only time that you're gonna find those January superstars 
let's ask again, what is a January superstar? It's someone that fizzles out is because they don't rest. You see these people that they're gaining, they're gaining, they don't take a rest week. They gain, they gain, they don't take a rest week. They, when I say gaining, they're really working hard, working hard, breaking themselves down. They don't take the rest week to make the gains. That's when you make the gains. And then they work hard, work hard, they don't rest. And so while they think they're going up like this, you're breaking your body down. And then it comes time when people start turning on for races. And so you trying to turn it on for races and now you've just done way too much. And that's when someone burns out, fizzles out, has an overuse injury, something goes awry. They've never actually rested. So I think a lot of times the January superstar is just the athlete that's progressing, but never taking a break, never easing off the throttle. Uh, you know, there's even, I think it was last year or two years ago, GCN, they had a big thing about how it's old school not to go hard. I don't think you need to go hard if you fought hard, excuse me, meaning like VO2 max block. If you look back at five blocks to racing, like a lot of athletes, it's, it's very basic stuff. And I have a lot of athletes go through very similar winter months because it's very applicable to all of us to get aerobically fit. And there's no secret to this. It's some people look at it like, this is kind of basic stuff. I'm like, yeah, every there's no up, down, left, right. Like the intervals don't have to be crazy complicated. I mean, I put a lot of the work into a PDF for people to look at. I think the biggest thing is understanding how to execute it. When do you make some of these a little bit longer? When do you go a little bit harder? Um, so you don't have to overthink this type of thing. But in order to avoid being a January superstar, I don't think you need to be going super hard and doing VO2 max. Save that. You do need to be resting. You really want to recover from these workouts because you're also hopefully lifting in the gym and that's going to be the neuromuscular work that you're getting done. I mean, you're still going hard when you're deadlifting, squatting. You don't have to beat yourself down every workout. So someone's like, I got to do more. I got to do more. It's not always about doing more intensity. If you want to do more, add an hour. Remember in another video, like in eight, if you're working out, if you're training eight hours, a week and now you turn it to nine, that's a 12.5% increase over the entire year. That's gonna make a massive difference in your training and your performance, obviously. The more you can train, the better performance you'll have. So if you can add time, add endurance miles, that'll be really beneficial for you. So I wouldn't overstress becoming a January superstar and thinking you only have to ride at base mile intensity. As you get closer to the races, that's when you wanna turn on um, the VO2 max work. It depends on, on yourself as an athlete. Maybe you need to work anaerobic capacity. You don't need to do a ton of it. Um, and a lot of times you'll hear, hear people say like, oh, just turn on VO2 max and you need like six weeks. I would really say if you have a big race coming up early, do two weeks of VO2 max before rest week, then maybe go through your FTP, FTP block and then do VO2 max again before the race. So start it a little bit earlier, just because sometimes it takes a little while to get the VO2, like the first five by five is not gonna be great, right? You're gonna be like re, like learning how to get mentally into that pain cave to really push the envelope. So do a couple workouts before rest week to like open your eyes to that. Do some, you know, normal training, FTP stuff you're probably doing, intensive aerobic, whatever it might be to get ready for races. And then do the four or five weeks out VO2 max and taper in. And I think you'll gain more from that second little block because you've primed yourself a month before that.
again, it doesn't have to be an overload. You don't have to go crazy with it. It's very similar to the sweet spot thing. Like if one workout's good, five isn't better. So keep with a progressive flow, consistency, do the work. You're gonna crush it. Hit me up with questions, Brendan at Evoke Bike. If this is helpful, remember to share it, please. And please subscribe. We're trying to hit 2,000 subscribers on YouTube and we would greatly appreciate your help. And I made the 10 minute cutoff. Have a great day.